today on Lawyers Rising. And a lot of people that don't kind of achieve the goals they believe they should be based on the people they're around, that it ends up really creating a lot of issues in their lives. Why your family and social background will determine your happiness far more than your academics or firm. Hello and welcome. I'm joined once again by Harrison Barnes, the founder and chief executive of BCG Attorney Search. Hi, Harrison. Thanks for making time for me. Thank you. We've spoken many times in the past about some of the very specific things you need to do to succeed in your career, uh, be it interview skills or perfecting your resume or managing personal dynamics inside the firm. But today we're going to go inside a little bit, inside your own head um, and the ways that people fail simply by getting in their own way. There's no other uh, nice way to put it. People just get in their way uh, a lot of the time and tend to hijack their own careers. Um, And you wrote an extensive article about this that I found really, really fascinating. And there's a lot there. And I think we can kind of talk about it in more general terms today. Um, But before we get into all these details, can you set this up for us? You've met a lot of people over the years that have worked in the legal industry, and you've seen a lot of people kind of blow up their careers. Is that why you wanted to write this article? Because you've seen people, um, you know, kind of damage themselves through uh, in very avoidable ways. Yeah, I mean, the big the big thing is that I think that a lot of people, you know, set themselves up with certain expectations about, um, you know, the kind of person they believe they should be, and they base how they feel about themselves based on how they perceive others are perceiving them. And, and that ends up blowing up their careers and many times their lives. I mean, it's just a very unfortunate thing. And, um, and, and that's really the purpose of the article. Yeah. People can come into jobs in the legal industry and believe that they are above or perhaps too below what uh, their natural position should be, that they're faking it, really. A lot of people have that kind of imposter syndrome, don't they? They think that they're kind of, they're going to get found out inevitably, that uh, they're not in the right place. Uh, and all of this is usually just constructed from their backgrounds. You've seen this play out from kind of a class background, right? Where people that come from very privileged backgrounds will come into a law firm and think they're above the work there and necessarily fail inevitably. And indeed, conversely, you've seen people that come from more humble backgrounds, working class backgrounds that um, don't feel kind of aligned with this new uh, wealth and privilege that they find themselves in and and also creates some psychological problems. I find that fascinating that you can come from both ends of the spectrum and arrive at similar similar problems. Um, There's a lot there. Can you tease some of that out for us? Yeah, I mean, well, one thing is that's interesting is, you know, that I, I think a lot of times, you know, if... If people come out of, you know, uh, you know, working class to middle class backgrounds or they get go to work in prestigious firms, I mean, many times I, I believe that they're more likely to commit and they're more likely to stay there for the long term because it represents something very special to them. And uh, they, they feel like they've really achieved something, whereas a lot of times people out of different types of backgrounds you know, will feel the opposite, that they really will not feel good about them, themselves. And uh, you know, and they, they think that there's something wrong maybe with the type of job they have. So, yeah, I believe that, uh, you know, your your background and, and kind of how you interpret, you know, what you're doing in your legal career will affect your happiness and your ability to do it. You tell a story of a friend who had came from a privileged background and much was expected of him. And because of those high expectations, he seemed to never be able to quite gain control over his life. He always seemed like he was failing. And this led to uh, worse and worse outcomes, inevitably falling on an alcoholism and sadly a, a death as a young man, which must have been quite painful for you as a friend to, to watch. Um, 
everyone thinks that you have so much given to you on a platter when you come from a privileged background, but this really reveals that um, it can also present a lot of difficulties as well. Can you talk a little bit more about your friend there and, and what do you think that reveals more largely about um, this value system that you're talking about? Yeah, well, he his father, you know, had been extremely successful. It was this kind of big builder around Detroit. Uh, not Detroit, I mean, in the suburbs, uh, you know, built these kind of big housing communities. And uh, the brother was very intelligent and, uh, you know, very good student. And, uh, you know, and he, he kind of and then he his for some reason, like his parents, they didn't do this with the other kids, but they sent him to this very competitive private school that I went to. And so, you know, most of the kids that I went to school with have, uh, you know, ended up in, um, you know, going to good colleges and, you know, being very successful and so forth. And uh, and he just didn't, you know, wasn't a good student and. Uh, didn't, you know, didn't have the drive and, uh, and those, his abilities weren't really in that, that area. So I, I think, you know, just kind of watching it, it drove him to feel very, uh, you know, left out. I mean, he was around people that were successful. He, you know, his family was successful and he just didn't have the, the drive and, and it ended up um, making him very depressed and upset. And, uh, and so that's kind of, you know, and ultimately, um, you know, he abused too many substances and, 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 and it killed him. So, you know, and I think that, you know, I, I've seen that kind of with a lot of people. I mean, a lot of people that don't kind of achieve the goals that they believe they should be based on the people they're around, that it ends up really creating a lot of issues in their, um, in their lives. And the first people we're around, all of us, uh, if we're lucky, are our parents, or perhaps unlucky, depending on the circumstances. But, you know, so many of us carry our parents into our adulthood. And uh, that can be positive or definitely can be ne- uh, a negative, uh, trying to live up to some imaginary, um, you know, goals that your parents have set for us. And you've seen people kind of dr- almost drive themselves crazy trying to live up to their parents, even even though oftentimes the people that are most kind of haunted by this have wildly outpaced the parents that were putting those values in their head in the first place. It's a strange dynamic, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. I mean, um, yeah, it really is. Can you talk more about parents and the value systems that were given by our parents and, and why you should not hold yourselves to that so um, to, to such a huge extent? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, well, I had, you know, an example like just, you know, growing up. I mean, uh, but I mean, uh, you know, I mean, my example is I was it was always put into my head, for example, that I needed to go to like Harvard for college. And uh, that was considered a very, very important thing. And I, you know, I didn't. And uh, it's not a bad thing, but, you know, at the same time, you know, but, you know, creating that kind of value system that, you know, your, you know, your base, your, your importance or your success, or your, you know, ability to be, you know, loved by me or cared about is, is depends on, you know, going to a certain college and stuff is, is, you know, something that a lot of kids deal with. And it's a lot of, you know, a lot of families have that. And, you know, and your parents will, will set up a, you know, a, a certain type of uh, a value system for you and that you need to uh, achieve or that you need to, you know, do in order to, you know, f- feel like you're successful. And they, and they, and they all do that. I mean, it's, you know, I had one guy working for me once that was just um, very su- interesting and successful. He'd gone to uh, Columbia for college and, or no, I'm sorry, he'd gone to, well, he, and he doesn't, he'd gone to Columbia for law school and for business school you know, and then he went to work at Wachtell, which is considered probably one of the you know top law firms in the country. I mean, one of the top two or three. And um, and as part of that job, he uh, 
you know, uh, you know, he, uh, you know, he, he was really, he was really trying hard to, to succeed. And his father was a very famous, uh, actually Arctic explorer, if you can believe it. And, uh, and so, I, yeah. And so this guy was just, I think, always trying to, you know, achieve the, the kind of things that his, you know, father had set up that were important. And I don't feel like, and I feel like he never uh, was able to do that. And, uh, as a consequence, he, you know, he drank too much and, uh, you know, and I, I think, and, but he was always trying to kind of do what his, his father said was, you know, important. So, uh, so, I, so I think that, you know, a lot of people come out of those, those kind of backgrounds. And I think that, uh, you know, the, the, their parents will set up certain expectations of what they need to do to be successful. And And for different families and different people, it's, it can be different things. It can be, you know, uh, academic success. It can be, you know, being in a singer or, a, you know, a, a, an athlete, or it can be all sorts of things, but people, you know, base their sense of achievement and success based on, you know, meeting the expectations of their parents. And, uh, and it's, and it's sad. I mean, I, I, there's so many people that kind of go through life, you know, depressed and not feeling good. And, um, you know, and, and because they don't, they don't feel like they, they meet this thermostat or the, these, what, what these parents set up for them to be. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, what you're really pointing out here is that there's this kind of dysregulation that you see in people where they, they think to themselves that they're not living up to whatever values were instilled with them as a younger person, or even values that they adopted later on, where, whereby they think they're failing, uh, whatever that value system is, even if, objectively they're succeeding they're doing incredible things um or perhaps not um but it, it really is that dysregulation between what your value system is and what you're actually doing that often makes people miserable and i think it's a really important thing to focus on because it, you're not saying that you have to be this way or that way that this value system is better than that value system you're only saying that you need to kind of align those two things what you're actually doing what your value system is as much as possible to avoid making yourself miserable right yeah definitely can you talk more a little bit about uh, how this plays itself out in a legal career? Um, how you've seen people uh, let this dysregulation kind of wreck their careers. You've mentioned a few things like people um, not able to uh, thinking that they're kind of above the work or, uh, you know, no, not living up to the standards that they should by not, um, you know, working at a certain kind of firm, et cetera. Well, what other ways does this play out? Have you noticed? Well, I, I think, uh, you know, people, you know, believe that they need to uh, be a certain, do a certain type of job or, you know, be, it, you know, in a certain type of, uh, you know, work with certain types of people or, you know, and, and those sorts of things. And they, and they really base how they feel about themselves based on the ability to do that. So one example is in a lot of uh, major cities, it's, it's considered like, a, a, like, a, like the goal that a lot of attorneys have is to go in-house. And so they believe that they need to go in-house and that that, uh, and there's a whole bunch of reasons that, that attorneys believe that. And a lot of them are, you know, kind of imposed by firms because firms want people to leave and they want people to give them business. But at the same time, the, you know, the, the, you know, that becomes a goal. And so if people don't, you know, get those jobs, you know, when they leave then they don't, they don't feel good about themselves and they would rather not work or, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's just a lot of times the, the, the way people or people will not take jobs at firms they believe are below them or they won't, you know, and they, and they, they, they just, they're always thinking about what their peers or the people that they worked with will think of them if they do a certain thing or not. And, and it's just, it's, it's, 
it's kind of depressing because it becomes very difficult from my standpoint, for example, for me to, uh, you know, to, to, to get people to, to do different jobs because, uh, you know, they, they're, they're so fixed on um, this idea of what other people think of them. And it just, it just keeps playing itself out in uh, careers all over. It just, it just uh, it really defines many careers and it, it makes people, you know, much more unhappy than they need to be. Do you think it's a mistake to surround yourself too much with people who are, you know, wildly more successful than you or wildly more intelligent than you? Like you're talking about how that is going to have kind of a detrimental impact on your sort of psychological health. Um, if you're constantly kind of comparing yourselves to people that are wildly outpacing your in life, you know, I, I, I've talked about one of my favorite lines about why you should, uh, Never, if you're in the, the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. That you should try and surround yourself with with really great and impressive people because it'll have a lot of good knock on effects in your life. But so too, if you're constantly comparing yourselves to people that are way wealthier, way more successful than you, it can kind of make you miserable. It's a strange thing, right? How, how do you how do you recommend kind of walking that dynamic? Well, I I, I believe that um, it is important to surround yourself with uh, people that are more successful than you, and that people that uh, you know have different can see different things in you and are going to be honest with you and tell you, you know, how you need to improve. And I mean, some of my best experiences have been, uh, you know, when I've, you know, been part of groups because the people that I'm in the groups with will, will, you know, I'll, I'll see way that they have different ways of processing information and solving problems, you know, than, than I do. And that's, it's really a good thing. I mean, it's uh, having, being around people that are more successful than you or that, you know, have different, takes on information and so forth than you do can really open your eyes. And then you're always like, one nice thing is you're always, you can feel that, um, you know, for example, we'll have encountered the same problems you do, but then have, you know, instead of, you know, maybe freaking out about the problem, have come up with a solution and, 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 and see things in a different way. So I just think it's just amazing to, you know, be around, uh, other groups of people. And, and one of the things is, you know, with so many people working at home and, uh, you know, and so forth, people just get too much in their head and, you know, and if, and it's just really, they do. I mean, I, I know um, I have uh, you know, this uh, accountant that I know and the guy's been working at home and he's, he's literally gone crazy. I mean, he's, I mean, not literally, but you know, he's, he's bought a house and now he's not sure he wants it. He, you know, he bought a new house or he, he's, He's looking at a condo and a, I mean, it's just, it's just crazy. I mean, so people just get all in their head when they don't have people around them to help them. So I really do believe that, uh, you know, you need to have, be around other people and you need to have them, uh, you know, get their input. It's extremely important. Yes, but, uh, and I agree with you completely, but uh, to the point that we're covering in this piece, it's when you try to. Uh, apply their judgment to your values and how you view yourself, I think is where you really fall into a trap, right? Where like you're now you're trying, not only are you trying to emulate these people, but you're, you're kind of desperate for their approval. Everyone wants to be loved, right? I mean, that's sort of what everyone is chasing after and you can kind of chase the dragon, so to speak, right down the hole a little bit. Like you can really hurt yourself by, by overly uh, depending on people's compliments. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know, so many people base their opinions of themselves based on the opinions of others. And, um, and, uh, and it's crazy. I mean, you just, you can't do it, uh, you know, but a lot of people do and it's unfortunate, uh, you know, but to get out of that mindset, you know, you, people that are able to get out of that mindset are, are much happier, I believe. 
Do you think that it is possible to kind of talk yourself out of this? I think a lot of people are hearing themselves reflected in this conversation and recognize that they are making these mistakes. And indeed, maybe that's why they're feeling kind of miserable in their career. These are very hard things to unpack. And indeed, maybe it's more of a job of a a psychologist than uh, just a podcaster. But can you talk a little bit more about uh, how you can kind of work through these things, recognize your mistakes in order to try and make yourself, I guess, happier in your career? Yeah, I mean, I think that, uh, you know, the, the most important thing that people can do many times is to, you know, to, to just kind of follow what, what's important to them and what's interesting to them. And, uh, and, and that's really the, the way that success and happiness comes is, is you know, doing what's important to you and, and being around the kinds of people that, that, su- that support you that, you know, that you want that, that are, that are important, you know, to you. And so, you know, like, I mean, I, I, I could get into, you know, all sorts of examples, but I mean, one example that, that, that I can give that, that made me, uh, you know, very happy for a long time is I, I'm, I'm kind of like a, you know, I, I, I'm kind of more of an introverted person. Like I, I like ideas and like, you know, like this article is an idea. I like, uh, you know, studying things and coming up with solutions. And, you know, I mean, I, that's just kind of the way I am. And I, I, I mean, I talk on the phone all day and I do things like this, but at the same time, you know, I would consider myself uh, somewhat introverted. I mean, for me, you know, going out every night of the week, uh, it's just not, uh, it's not something that I enjoy. And some people do enjoy going out every night of the week. So I've been in, you know, relationships before people that, you know, want to go out and socialize, you know, all the time. And it's just, that's not me. And so if I'm around someone that wants to do that, you know, then, and they're constantly making me feel bad for socializing and make not socializing, then I'm going to feel bad about myself because I'm not socializing. And it's just crazy, you know, and, uh, you know, so, you know, you have to surround yourself with people that support your nature. And it's like that with employers too. Like, you know, if you're around an employer and if you're working at an employer and everybody in the employer you know, is, is a certain way and, and you're not that way, you're not going to feel good about yourself. So you need to be, you know, you need to be around people that are supporting your nature, I think. And that's, that's really what I, what I think is the most important. It's like that in your personal relationships. It's like that in your work. And uh, because every law firm's a, a different culture, every law firm is different. And, you know, and cause we, we really become like the, the environments we're part of. I mean, and, and, um, and we, it's just, it's the way people are. And, uh, you know, so you need to be, you need to surround yourself with people that are, you know, support the kind of person you want to be. Okay. So here's a question that may be way too big to be answerable in a, in a simple manner, but it occurs to me that um, so many people, uh, I think that are drawn to a legal career, they're highly ambitious, highly intelligent people, and they want to rise up that ladder, um, that social hierarchy as it were. And, you know, the, the, the coal that fuels that f- furnace of ambition is, uh, uh, you know, their parents uh, and the expectations of the people around them, their friends, their peer groups. And, and as you say, can honestly make you kind of miserable, but can also lift you to great heights. You know, there, there's something about that particular dysregulation that can really make people work incredibly hard. So can you still achieve? Can you still rise up and, and be ambitious without driving yourself crazy uh, or, or just driving yourself crazy part and parcel of succeeding. Yeah, of course. I mean, but you have to realize that your feelings about yourself are going to be determined based on the peer group that you're with. So, you know, if you, if you want to be very successful, you need to put yourself into a very demanding peer group. And um, that's just how it is. And um, you know, and, and if you, 
and and they will that peer group will make you feel uh you know if you're not reaching whatever is important to them uh, you know that you won't feel good about yourself and you know so it just really depends you know what what's important to you and and the kind of people the kind of person you want to be i think that's a great place to leave it harrison thanks for making time for me all right thanks that's all the time we have for this edition of the program if you're an attorney looking for a change go to bcgsearch.com